This is a Housemade Podcast. We're your hosts, Nick Bobbin and John Vieira. We're here to cover your questions about home bartending. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? We're back again with another episode of the Housemade Podcast. Uh, we're joined today by a special guest, uh, Alex Morton, and he's the uh, Southern Idaho Territory Manager for Hood River Distillery. What's up, Alex? How you doing? Hey, thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. No worries, Stoked man. To be Glad here. to have you. Good to be out in Nampa again. Heck yeah. Okay, so Hood, Hood River Distillery. So that's the guys that do Pendleton, right? So that is actually, that is a brand that we... Uh, basically created on almost 20 years ago, uh-huh. we actually sold the selling rights, uh, to the brand about three, about, yeah, three and a half years ago now. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Right. When I came on with the company, um, they sold the brand. We still produce, mm-hmm. um, the, we still import, excuse me. And then we still blend, uh, we still cut it down with water, um, and then package it up and, and sell it to the, um, to the distributor. But. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And, but, okay. So, but then out of hood river, right. They make a lot of products, don't they? They make a lot of other yeah, we make, things. We make a ton of products. Yeah. Um, we, oh, we have a, a huge portfolio. Um, I mean, just going, going across, we, we have vodkas, we have, um, the way we got started was actually making O to V, uh, fruit brandies and then oh, okay, making cool. distilled spirits just mainly out of fruit. Yeah. Hood river is a, it's a huge uh, fruit basket. So you get, you got pears, you got grapes, you got apples. Um, and so back when our company was started back in the 1930s, um, that's, they use those resources to create uh, distilled spirits. Um, so a long, long history, our company's yeah. the oldest and the largest distillery in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. So, but yeah, we, you know, we, like I said, getting back to the portfolio, you know, we, we do vodkas, we have, we have the brandies. We also do, we, we do Sinfire, which is a, uh, mm-hmm. Cinnamon whiskey competes with Fireball. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and, yeah. And we 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 uh, in the last couple of years have gotten very innovative. Obviously, the Timberline, which we'll talk about today, as well as some other schnapps and um, other products. So. Gotcha. Okay. And then you brought us uh, Timberline vodka, right? Yep. To try. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Of course. So, yeah, so if you guys were listening to uh, some previous episodes that we did on vodka, we did a blind taste test, and then we did like a 101 sort of thing, and we actually kind of just talked about different production methods, uh, different regions that they come from, what makes them Mm -hmm. different, right? So especially if you're someone uh, like me and you don't drink a lot of vodka, some of that can kind of go under the rug, and you don't really, you don't realize how much of a difference there actually is. So, But to back up with the actual vodka, like what's the stipulations... It can be made out of what grains? Yeah, so vodka can be basically produced from any fermentable sugar or any starches that can be converted into a fermentable sugar. Um, Tito's, for example, is a corn-based vodka. Um, So uh, there's a process of basically converting those starches from from the corn um, to fermentable sugars. So yeah, you can produce, I mean, there's potato vodka, there's corn vodka, um, there's a pineapple vodka out of Hawaii called, I believe it's huh. pronounced pow. Um, but you know, and then, <laughs> you know, um, I'd like to try that. yeah. And then, you know, now with the Timberline, we've gone off a little bit different and positioned ourselves, uh, and we're distilling this vodka from apples. So, uh, vodka is a little bit different than other spirits in the fact that it has to be distilled to, um, 
a quite a bit higher proof than other spirits. Uh, whiskey, for example. Yeah. You know, it's it's a tasteless, odorless spirit by definition. So, gotcha. Uh, very similar to gin. A lot of people, you know, it's a very similar base spirit. A lot of people, uh, a lot of producers, excuse me, use you know basically like a, a little bit higher proof base for their for their gin. But yeah, vodka can be essentially distilled from anything with you know those those sugars. Yeah. So, so apples. That's super interesting because when I think of like. I guess any spirit that has to do with apples, you think of, I guess, things like Calvados um, or like apple brandy or like ciders. And so it's weird to see, I guess, a vodka that's made from apples. Yeah, it, it is. And that's that's the most exciting part about this product is the fact that it's that it's distilled from something, that an ingredient, a high quality ingredient. You know, we use 14 different varietals of, of non-GMO apples. Um, and yeah, exactly. Like where, where most people use apple flavored spirits, you know, they use apple flavored liqueurs, mm-hmm. um, you know, apple brandies, which we do, um, you know, we're one of the oldest producers of the fruit brand of, of apple brandy specifically. Um, but, uh, yeah, to have something that's, you know, it's, there's a little confusion sometimes when I'm selling this product out in the market, I really have to, you know, differentiate and disclaim that, you know, it is, it is produced from apples. So it, it doesn't taste like apples? From apples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, not, it's a, not apple flavored. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you say an apple vodka, people are immediately going to think of Smirnoff. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they're going to think about the hard night they had with, you know, Burnett's in college. So, so yeah, definitely not the exact of opposite of what we're doing. So, Well, I guess it's kind of like cognac, if you think about it. It's distilled from essentially like a wine. So it's, it's from grapes, right? Exactly. Um, which is kind of interesting because you think of a lot of other spirits that are more grain based or things like that and so yeah i mean it makes sense yeah and so to get that apple flavor out of there that's part of bringing that proof all the way up right on your distillation run yeah so so i mean with anything uh with the distillation process the higher you go up in proof so the more you distill something the more the, the, the higher that, you know, goes up on the chambers, you know, we use a double column still for the, for the Timberline as well as the, the O to V. Um, but yeah, it's essentially you're taking the heart of the alcohol run. It's called the heart. So you have your heads, which is the first part of the run. Then you have your middle part, which is the potable uh, part of the spirit. That's the stuff you want to drink. Mm-hmm. And then you have the tails um, and the heads and the tails are often recycled back um, into the bottom of the pot or hmm. the, the column stills. But yeah, so essentially when you move up that still, it is becoming more, more or less pure alcohol. So, gotcha. so you're going to get rid of a lot of the oils that you get from a lot of the fusel oils from, from the heads and the tails. You can add some of those tails in, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you get that pure flavor by the, the, you know, the more you distill something. So, you know, going back with Timberline, you're going to still going to have a certain taste. You're going to have a certain mouthfeel to it. That's cool. I mean, I need to learn more about the the distillation process yeah. in general. I don't know a lot of this stuff, and maybe it'd be a good thing that we could do an episode on, too. Maybe totally. a lot of other people are curious about it. Yeah. Because you're talking about heads and tails and all kinds of stuff, and I'm like, I very loosely follow what you're saying. However, uh, the concept taste is... This. Yeah, we should. Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm getting curious now, like, the, the fact that it's... Made, made from, from apples, apples, which is cool. Yeah, which is really unique. I... I really curious so when we were talking about vodka before and comparing them one of the biggest things that we were comparing was the texture the mouthfeel yeah well so because technically what we what the ttb say you can add like one gram of sugar back to it per liter and you can add like half of a gram of citric acid back to it by liter and still be considered actual vodka yeah for sure which i doubt these guys add but i don't think they do 
It has a pretty clean smell. Oh, uh, really oh, clean. Yeah. It's got a little sweetness to it. It's almost got like a... And you brought a, it to us chilled, too, so it's going to be even, yeah, exactly. even nicer. <laughs> well, you know, it's 100 degrees. Out. It was oh, 100 gosh. degrees by 9 a.m. this morning. So. Dude, it, it stayed... It was like 90 at like midnight last night when I got home. I was like, oh. It's really nice. Um, the biggest thing is, like you touched on earlier, it is absolutely not a flavored spirit, so it's not like it's apple flavored. However, you do get a little bit of a zip. Yeah, I like it. that. It's kind of like... It's almost, it yeah, has like a, a little bit of like acid or yeah. something in there. Like there's something going on. It has a very light uh, mouthfeel too. Yeah. Not watery, but it also it's, not so it's not, oily yeah, that it's it It's not watery, you. but it's not like mega It's thick. like right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. It's almost got like a nutty, you know, and I'm just, you know, going off here a little bit on a, on a quick note. I think that, that, uh, how, the, the orgeat. Yeah. I think that orgeat syrup. Would oh, be I'm sure it would be fantastic with it. Yeah. Um, I think just the nuttiness. I did have a, a customer, I did a, kind of a, we did a blind taste testing and uh, she described it as kind of nutty or caramely. And that was the first impression I got when I first tried huh. this vodka. And now, now I kind of get, it's, I'm a little more rounded in my yeah. uh, perception of this product. But yeah, I mean, it's got kind of like this, it's got this creamy mouthfeel with like a, it's, it has flavor to it. And it's yeah, kind yeah, of no, a, it does, which is crazy. It's very hard to put, I still don't know if, if, you know, uh, nutty or caramely is the right adjective uh, to use, but um, it's got great. It's got great legs on the glass too. What? Um. So most of the most of the taste from a vodka like this, right? It's going to come from the water that yeah. you put in it. Where's what water do you guys use? A lot of it has to do with so with Timberline. We we distill Timberline to almost 194 proof, which is considered Russian standard. Okay. So uh, water is probably the most important ingredient we cut pretty much all of our spirits um and, and timberline included with mount hood glacial water so that's hmm. you get it's some of the best water in the country it's so yeah it's a it's a huge variable that i think is overlooked a lot by by people you know your general consumer when they go out they're not maybe thinking about that totally. that you know fact or yeah. uh they don't yeah they don't consider that but yeah it's uh important nonetheless yeah well because when we were tasting the vodkas uh on our that one episode we tasted a whole bunch of them had the same like mash bill, the same, uh, uh, distillation process. And the only thing that was different was their region and what water they used. And it made a huge difference. Yeah. That's interesting. It totally did. I mean, I was very surprised when we did that blind taste test because <laughs> I just thought everything was going to basically be the same. And I was like, ah, what are we doing? But there was some pretty big differences. Um, so the cool thing when I think about vodka, I was thinking about this while you guys were talking uh, earlier is that vodka is kind of like one of the best spirits for a home bartender because it goes so well with everything. It doesn't have a whole bunch of its own uh, beef to it. Yeah, it doesn't stand on its own as much as certain other spirits. So sometimes those spirits can be difficult to mix with because you're combating natural flavors and stuff. So that's why vodka is really nice. And so we were talking about the orgeat earlier, having that nuttiness to it would probably taste really good. But I mean, what's vodka's best friend, right? It's like ginger. Think about like oh, all, yeah. how popular like Moscow mules and stuff are. So it would be absolutely fantastic with ginger. And then what's been so popular lately, especially in the summertime, is huckleberry. So like you could literally, you could use vodka for any mixer and basically be like set. Like yeah. you could make some kind of drink. Which we actually made a uh, huckleberry lemon drop here with a timberline just to try why we're doing this. Huckleberry lemon drop recipe, which is on the housemadesyrup.com website. It uses the housemade uh, huckleberry syrup 
fresh lemon juice, a little bit of triple sec, and then in this instance, we use the Timberline vodka. Try not to spill that. No, I'm sure. Yeah, so I'm sure I'll spill it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was me. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one I'm worried about. So, so what, uh, what, Alex, what do you see home bartenders using? this product in like do you guys have some recipes that you like to go along with this we actually have a ton um our marketing has done a ton of work uh coming up with some solid recipes some really original stuff too yeah this vodka is really something the most common comment i've had um from my customers has been from the bars and restaurants as well as liquor store managers is hey i can drink this stuff by itself so i mean yeah it's 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 good independently uh, it's got a it's got a clean taste to it. Um, it's got that sweetness to it that you can drink by itself. But um, as far as doing something at home, you can mix it with anything that you would mix any other vodka with. I would say my biggest recommendation is something where the vodka shines through. But um, I believe the, the website is uh, TimberlineVodkas.com. Um, they have an Instagram, Facebook. They're all, I mean, very, very relevant on social media. Mm-hmm. But they do have, and I have a recipe book. I'll go get you guys. Oh, cool. I think I have it in my car. Yeah. Um, and I'll go grab you that after this. But um, you got a whole recipe book just for this, yeah. this guy? It's, oh, yeah. And I mean, that'd be really like sweet. Like, you know, a lot, of, a lot of these recipes call for syrups. Like, there's a Tradewinds cocktail, and it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, they, the marketing did a, a great job um, giving a lot of ideas for, because that, you know, that is a common question is, hey, I love this vodka. What do I, I do want this it? vodka. Yeah. What do I do with it? How does it shine through? How do how do people remember? And they go, uh, I had the Timberline, you know, that vodka over at Craft Lounge. It was incredible. What what cocktail was it in? I think on the topic of uh, cocktails with vodka in them uh, that are really kind of cool and unique. You know, a lot of people this time of year, something like a vodka tonic would be really popular. It'd be delicious. You throw a little house made tonic in there, a little bit of lime juice, and you're good to go. However. When you look at uh, a cocktail like the La Crema, which is also on the uh, Housemade website, it's a coffee-based cocktail. So it's actually got cold brew uh, in there as well. So it's vodka, cold brew. Um, it's got our uh, black pepper coriander syrup, which uh, will hopefully be out later this year. We use it in the bar. And then it's also got some Averna, and it's delicious. It's a really great cocktail. Is that's the same one we also did with the Orjat too, wasn't it? Yes, we swapped yeah. it out. So the we black swapped, pepper. Yep, we swapped it out with the Orjat, and and it was really good because like coffee and almonds. Yep. go great. It was together. fantastic. So there's lots of just really cool stuff that you can do uh, with vodka. Like I said, because it's it's one of those sort of inconspicuous spirits. Right, like as far as like how bold it is on its own, you don't have to work around it nearly as much. So you're like, oh, coffee, great. Oh, almonds, great. Like let's put them together and get those flavors to shine. You know what would be really cool? I think that we should post this recipe up. What was that? uh, That vodka based one that we made a few menus back. Doesn't use any of our syrup products, but like it's all vodka. It was called the Some Bitch, (laughs) dude. It was so good. What was in this? Oh, so it was it was mostly vodka. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was. I think it was an ounce and a half of vodka, and it's a stirred cocktail, mind you, which is kind of different from a lot of these other drinks, especially with vodka in them, but it had a quarter ounce of the cola syrup that um, that we were making for a while, 
It had a quarter ounce of the St. George Nola coffee liqueur, uh-huh. and it had a quarter ounce of Amaro Nonino. Oh, yep. That's and then the glass was. was rinsed with Bruto Americano. So it's just a bunch of really obscure things, but it drinks like a whiskey cocktail, which is why we called it some bitch. Because <laughs> knowing that it's vodka, when you drink it, you're you just would, like... Yeah, you would know. But like, especially with a vodka with a bunch of beef to it, like this guy, yeah. that's like, got its own flavor, I think it would be great. We'll have Aiden make us one. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. definitely a good drink. Now... I'm wondering, since we don't really have that cola anymore, uh, if we could make it with the Orgeat. Oh, I bet so, you it would be. So I bet you that would be really tasty. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, so we should, yeah, we should try that. But yeah, recipes, man, between uh, what Timberline has as part of their marketing stuff and then what you can find on housemadesyrup.com, I mean, y- you have no shortage of Infinite recipes that you, can, yeah. that you can make with that stuff. Yeah, and, you know, and I'll touch back on kind of what you were saying with vodka being one of the best mixers uh for cocktails um you know that's i guess that the 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 thing i love about timberline is it's got that flavor by itself but it's still inconspicuous like you said when you do want to do a cocktail that's why people like that's why a lot of people gravitate towards vodka forward cocktails totally well especially Um, people that don't drink a lot you know what i mean like you'll see that like so say you were inviting some friends over for a barbecue and you're like, hey, uh, can I make you a drink? Like, thanks for coming. And they're like, hey, uh, yeah, like, I, what do you have? Like, I don't really, like, drink liquor a whole bunch. Well, guess what a really safe place to go with that is? It's like, all right, well, let's do something vodka-based. Like, there's very few people, unless they had a really bad experience in college, that, you know, they can just drink vodka, no problem. It's not usually something that will set them off the same way that, like, oh, I can't drink rum or I can't drink tequila. You don't hear that nearly as much with vodka, no. which is nice. That's a great, yeah, great point. Isn't vodka, like, the number one sold spirit, like, in America? I believe it is still, it's been in the top one or two fastest growing categories for decades. Yeah. Um, you know, when when uh, when Smirnoff came on to the scene, that was really, like, the birth of of, vo- of American vodka, the Smirnov family uh, sold the rights to an American company um, who, you know, essentially Americanized the name to Smirnoff, a little bit easier to pronounce. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was the number one. That used to be the Tito's back in the day was, yeah. was Smirnoff. And that was what, like 80s, 70s, that was back, 80s? That was back about like in the, I think 70s, yeah. 70s, okay, And cool. so if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been in the, in the you know, whiskey's, whiskey's growing, uh, tequila's growing, you know, rums are starting, I'm starting to starting see a lot to come of back, yep. artisanal rums. Yeah, but vodka is that, it's that staple. It's that, I mean, it's, and it's ever changing. You got different flavors. Um, you know, you have like the, like the 44 North does the, the huckleberry and the nectarine. Those are the big local sellers for, for flavored vodka. Um, so, I mean, you, and then you have, you know, like your, your pink Whitney from New Amsterdam. I mean, you, you just, you see uh, basically all these, variations on you know like and granted a lot of it's flavored um but y- even with you know regular vodka you know like i said you have pineapple vodka i bought a bottle of that when i was in hawaii so oh, that's oh, i gotta that's try crazy. it yeah it wasn't what, as, what's that taste like it, it was not as good as i thought it, oh, it had a little it had a little too much heat for my i, I thought oh, it was okay it was i hot. love pineapple yeah, so yeah. i my my first impression was a very i was i was very excited Stoked. but yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't like my favorite Dude, you know we've got Butter. a vodka cocktail for you if you love pineapple it's called Pineapple Express. I want to try it's this. So good. Oh yeah. Um, so I got I got to ask you a question. It's and don't take this the wrong way because I love the labeling on this product. It's really cool. But what's up with the different labels? Because there's like there's like literally different ones, and it confused me at first when I was looking at it because I was like, is this a different product? Is it a different thing? But it 
it is all the same product, right? Like, yes, it is. So, so yeah. And just, just for the list, for the listener, uh, so they know, um, Timberline has, we have a, you know, it's a custom bottle. It's yeah, got it looks a, really a cool. bottle, a kind of a bubble glass bubble on the neck. Um, and then we have canvas labels, um, which actually you can, I didn't, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but you can peel that off and actually, I, I think it's a, I believe it's an iron on patch. Um, or you can, yeah, you could stick it on, you know, stick it on your fridge or, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you could patch your raft with it. Peels right off. Yeah. Yeah. You could could literally like, if so, say you were like tubing down the river or whatever and you got a leak, (laughs) like you could patch it with that. My, but my buddy just, uh, punctured his, uh, paddleboard. So I should have, I should have given him a few bottles. Well, it's a really cool, Um, like I like the, the design of it and everything. I just got so confused when I was at the liquor store and they had, like two or three different, different ones. labels, yeah. yeah. They're all the same product. It, it, it definitely is, and I, I think perhaps there will be a little confusion at, kind of at the beginning. But, um, you know, so, and for the listeners, we have one of the labels has the Timberline Lodge logo, the Timberline Lodge being, you know, the, the main ski lodge on Mount Hood. Uh, oh, okay. And I, did you guys know? So they filmed the outside the outside shots of the Shi- of the shining the movie the shining oh yeah we're actually filmed at timberline lodge oh really oh, yeah that's what yeah. that is that's, oh that's yeah. super cool so when you yeah, when you see them like pulling up to the hotel yeah. and, you know they're getting chased around the maze and whatever that was actually at uh the those outside pan shots were uh at mount hood on at timberline lodge timberline lodge was built back in i believe the 1920s or the 1930s um, so it has a lot of history, just like our company, it has a ton of history. So that's kind of why, why we decided to, uh, partner up with Timberline Lodge on mm. this. Um, and th- they have a really cool logo, really well known in the ski community. I'm a big skier. So yeah. immediately I recognized, I've never actually skied Mount Hood, but I immediately recognized they have a snow goose logo. Um, kind of really a, a very old school looking, um, kind of logo. I don't know how to describe it any better than that, but, um, and then, you know, we have a hiker, and then we have a skier, it's which I, skier, I obviously yeah. love. Um, that really one, that one, that's like my sample bottle that I take around everywhere as a skier. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little biased towards that, but uh, we wanted to go basically. You know, the demographic we were we were trying to reach on this. Our primary demographic was the outer class, so that's what, what we dub it as the outer class. Um, talking about people who like to be outdoors. I mean, gotcha. so skiing, hiking. I'm hoping that marketing will put like, I think snowmobiler and like a motorcyclist would be huge. I think, you know, cause there's so many of them in Idaho, especially uh-huh. in, in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I know it's a big thing in Oregon and Washington as well. Um, you know, see, you see dudes with, uh, with sleds on their trucks all the time. Oh, so, yeah. and you know, go up to McCall and it's like, I mean, like I feel out of place cause I don't roll out there, you know, <laughs> with I, I roll out with, yeah, without a <laughs> snowmobile. But so, so yeah, um, to John's point, we, we kind of, we, we came up with a different label. So each case that goes into the liquor store will have uh, two of each label. So we'll have two of the skier, two of the hiker, two of the Timberline Launch logo. So depending on what bottle you can get that you grab off the shelf, um, you might get a different one that looks different than the other, but it's all, it's all the same liquid. It's all, there's no difference between them. It's just kind of a, kind of a creative, creative marketing idea that we came up with to differentiate ourselves and, um, yeah, it's been, you know, there's, hasn't been too much confusion yet. I definitely could see, uh, now that you bring that up, I could, I could see, uh, you know, how some people would get confused, but hopefully with this robust growth that we've had with this brand across just the Pacific Northwest, we've gotten to, we're in Colorado with it and we're oh, selling cool. a ton in Colorado. I mean, we got this into, well, that's a big ski community too. Isn't yeah. It? It's yeah. huge. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, uh, I mean, it's taken off for us and 
I, you know, hopefully it becomes one of those products that people just, I, and I think I'm confident that, that it will grow to a point where people just recognize whatever label it might be. And like I said, hopefully they'll, they'll add some other labels on there, but the bottle is really cool. I know we're talking primarily about the label, but I've, I've been really impressed with the bottle. I like that little bubble design at the top. I like that it's an actual cork in there and it has the little, um, the glass has like those little bubbles and imperfections, like the high West bottles. Yeah. They look super killer. Like I could see myself using these, um, you know, at home to hold maybe like simple syrups or things like that that I made myself. Oh, that'd be so sick, especially because the stinking label pulls off. So you could oh, have for, a souvenir yeah. and then have a matching set of those for your for sur- sure. Home it's syrups. a nice tall, yeah. skinny bottle. You can you can fit them on a shelf or in a fridge easily because they're not like really weird shapes. Um, you could keep, like I said, your own simple syrup. Uh, you could keep uh, juices that. You know, like say you buy like pineapple juice in a big can at, at Costco or something. It's like, all right, well, you could totally. put it into a bottle like that. So when you make cocktails at home, you have it. Um, you could keep water in there for when guests come over. Exactly. There's a lot of really cool applications. I think about that all the time with bottles because since we started doing stuff with Housemade and, and, you know, producing our own stuff and picking bottles and looking at it. It's something that's a lot more in my line of sight now. And so I'm always thinking like, well, these Actual bottles are super cool. Yeah. Like this packaging is sick. I like how minimal the packaging is on it. Like I think I would be drawn to something like that in a liquor store versus maybe some other products. Um, it definitely catches your eye in a different way, which I think is cool. Did you tell uh, Aiden to make us a some bitch? Yeah, I did. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah. to try with, with the with the orge with the orge instead. Yep. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. I wanna... Looks like I might be here. One. <laughs> <laughs> I might just be hanging out. So uh, you you had mentioned this earlier, but I wanted to make sure we we had it on the show here. You were talking about um, the award that Timberline won. What what's the deal with that? I can't remember what you said it was. So yeah, so the the award that uh, Timberline recently won, um, I believe, about three weeks ago. Um, it won a double gold at the, uh, 2021 San Francisco world spirits competition, which is arguably one of the biggest spirits competition in the world. Um, one of the biggest by far that, and the thing that you got to know about Timberline is it's, it's been out for about three to four months, just a little, uh, uh, maybe under four months in Oregon. I'm not sure exactly. So the time frames very, very, yes, yeah, very young spirit. Um, it's been in Idaho about, um, two months. And so to win any kind of award at San Francisco, and I remember talking with our, with our master distiller, um, and, you know, he had mentioned that they entered the vodka for, for an award. Um, and he was a little bit, he was a little bit dubious about whether or not that was going to pan out. Um, I had full confidence it was cause I just, I, this is the best vodka I've ever had in my life. Um, that's the sales pitch I give to every single one of my bars and restaurants and, they all kind of roll their eyes at me because vodka is so... <laughs> yeah, somebody it, walks in and they're like, this is the best vodka ever. You're like, all right, calm yeah, down there, you're, bud. you're the fifth rep that's coming today, <laughs> yeah. you know, pitching a new vodka. But this has been, you know, one of my best-selling products I've ever, I've ever, you know, uh, repped for at my time in Hood River Distillers. But yeah, to win that, to win that award is, is a really big deal. Um, and especially such a short time. Frame, yeah. Right? I mean, it won't, you know, been out for less than three months or about three months in Oregon, uh, which is our first market. It, it, um, hit the shelves and to, to win a double, uh, you know, double gold is, is huge. So yeah, yeah. that's gave you know, give us a lot of lift. It gave us exposure. Um, it's everything, you know, that you could want, um, for, uh, you know, growing a brand. Totally. Uh, Nick, tell us about this cocktail we just had. I think I think that uh, that vodka gave it even more 
a body to it too. It did. It doesn't drink like a vodka cocktail, right? It's it's very interesting. I could I could slug. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that is that is the definition of dangerous right there. Dangerous. I, I the think, color is phenomenal too with the oh, orange yeah. instead of the coal. It's a little uh, yeah, it's brighter. Like it's light. Like this, it's this perfect like, golden color. Yeah, it looks like nutty. a lager yeah, or something. It's, it's great. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, it's okay. It's so, delicious. So, so this recipe uh, we'll make sure to put on the housemaid syrup website because i don't believe it's up yet but oh, no we're talking about it means we got to make another one so we can take pictures of it that's right so Bummer. ounce and a half vodka we're using timberline quarter ounce of the housemaid orgeat syrup quarter ounce of uh the saint george nola coffee liqueur which surely you could use another coffee liqueur that's just one that we happen to like well, yeah we just use it because it's like it's bitter it's not sweet yes. like a lot of the other coffee yeah you'd liqueurs. have to be careful if you use another coffee liqueur that one's from saint george yep yeah, it's going to add a lot of sweetness so you just have to look at that balance but uh also a quarter ounce of amaro nonino which is a really really cool uh italian yeah funky it's it's kind of got some sweetness to it um but also a little bit of bitterness. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's can't some, remember. It's what got like some bitter orange and some stuff yeah. like that. It's from Sicily, I think. We we will do an episode uh, on Amaro's Amaro probably, in, yeah. in general. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a good drink. I think I do prefer it with the orgeat to the yeah. cola syrup. No, it's really good. Nope. I mean. Off the record, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Off, Off and the on record. the record, that, yes. is, <laughs> that is one of the best. Co- I mean, you know, it's it's like the perfect balance of sweet, and I think that amaro just cuts yep. that cuts that bit. You know, cut, gives a little bit of bitterness, so it cuts on the sweetness. Yeah, and it's kind of like a flavor really dimension good. thing too. Instead of just being like, oh, this is kind of sweet, it's like, yeah, but all the flavor that's going on makes it really nice. Sorry for all the extra noise in here. By the way, we're recording in Craft Lounge today. Uh, yeah, right during opening. Right time. during opening time, so there's a lot of. <laughs> Slams and bangs. Uh, it's mostly ice. It's mostly ice. Nothing's but, breaking. Yeah. Cool. What else do you Man, got for yeah, us, what Alex? Else, what, what other things do we well, got? I, you know, I think, I think, we, I think we pretty much thing. hit on, everything. You know, yeah, everything. I would just, it, anyone who's willing to invest $25 in a bottle of vodka. That's which, it. It's $24.95 in Idaho. Um, Washington, it's probably, you know. Uh, yeah, no, probably forty. <laughs> but um, for those of you that want a free market, yeah, just uh, go look at what happened to Washington. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do, be careful what you wish for. Um, but no, yeah, twenty twenty four ninety five. I would I would tell anyone listening to this that you know that likes vodka or that maybe wants to like explore vodka a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Timberline is it's a it's a different than any vodka I've ever had, and it's it's clean. It's because it's one thing to have a good tasting vodka but you know it's a totally other thing to have a high quality vodka um and that's something that a lot of people overlook it's a a very it's an incredibly special product Uh, it's absolutely worth the money especially if you're in idaho um it's available at at most state stores and and then uh if you are in idaho they do have dollar minis they have dollar mini bottles uh yeah so So you don't even have to commit to the whole thing yeah no no reason to not at least give it a try but i mean well i think the the big takeaway for you guys at home is uh we've talked about this before is stocking your home bar right like making a pick for spirits that you can have on hand vodka is a big one uh if you're gonna host at any capacity and you're gonna make cocktails yeah especially having a vodka that you can just drink straight too yeah absolutely so that means uh no matter who your audience is whoever uh you know whatever guests that you're inviting over you're going to be able to have a product that you can do 
pretty much anything they want, a stirred cocktail, a shaken cocktail, sweet, bitter, on the rocks, uh, whatever you're thinking, it would make a really great martini too. Um, so this, so this might be, uh, like a really good bottle choice for you to pick up. Um, definitely go see if you can snag a, at least a dollar mini and try it out. This just got me thinking. So this is apples and corn. So it's also gluten-free. Yes. Even though it's not a big sales pitch on the front of your bottle. Yeah, no. So it's, it is gluten-free. Um, and then all the ingredients we use are non-GMO. You know, the other thing too is uh, with the flavor profile of this spirit, how you do get some of that like nice apple zip on the top end, it might be a really great choice for making uh, like a fall cocktail as oh, well. Oh, yeah. So we're in summer right now, but fall's coming quick. So maybe for any of you uh, listening that are actually working at a bar or restaurant, maybe this is a bottle to pick up for a fall cocktail. I was just thinking too about that apple stuff. It'd be great to almost do like a Martinez style, but with this been using the Carpano Antica since it's got a big green oh, apple yeah. push to it. Yeah, be fantastic. That's cool. Uh, real quick before we end, uh, is there, do you want to plug yourself? Is there anywhere you want people to be able to contact you or find you for any reason? I know you're sales rep, so the general public. The brand, Instagrams, anything like that? Is yeah. there anything? I would say check out hoodriverdistillers.com. Uh, uh, we have we have a lot of recipes for a lot of our brands on there. We have we just updated our website. Um, looks incredible. Um, it's went from one of the most outdated websites to one of the most beautiful websites I've ever seen. But ton of good cocktail ideas. Yeah, Hood River Distillers is a great resource. And then, yeah, Timberline Vodkas, I believe. Yeah, it looks like on Instagram here, it's uh, at Timberline Vodkas and at Hood River Distillers. Yes, that sounds right. If you guys uh, are like me and you pretty much only use Instagram. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, well, thank you guys very much for having me. I absolutely. really appreciate yeah, it. Great to have you, man. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Cool. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.